You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bryce Patrick, here today, joined again by the wonderful, the one, the only, by Jason, at by Jason B on Twitter, Jason Burke, host of Locked On A's, to talk about this series. We recorded this on Sunday, so before the series actually happened, before I got extremely emotional watching Elvis Andrews be back in Arlington, you know, I want to commend the fans that were there that gave him a nice, warm welcome. I didn't think anything else besides that would happen, but if there were, if there were some boos from Elvis Andrews, like, there, there would be some fights from me and whoever was booing Elvis Andrews in his return. Um, but just good to see him back. Good to see him hugging and, you know, catching up with all of his former Ranger friends. Um, and good to see the Rangers actually win. They snapped their six game losing streak with an eight to three win over the A's. I mean, once the Rangers poured on five runs in the bottom of the first inning, it, it pretty much felt over with Kyle Gibson on the mound. Uh, Gibson wouldn't have his best stuff, would end up only going uh, five and third innings and giving up a pair of runs and tying his season high with three walks. Um, he wasn't really quite himself, but, you know, he was still good enough to give you um, just under six innings. Um, Josh Spores came in, was able to clean up what he had left behind, and the bullpen came in and had a pretty solid day. Brett Martin um, with only one unearned run in his inning. Uh, Joey Rodriguez with a perfect inning, and uh, Ian Kennedy with a perfect inning as well. Um, pretty solid day for the Rangers. Um, big shout-out to Jose Trevino, who had a home run, and even bigger shout-out to Andy Ibanez, who is back up with the club, had his first home run, and a heck of a time to do it. A three-run shot, um, what he said, that he was added to the roster and put in around the middle of the lineup, hitting sixth, um, last night and you know he really wanted to give them a spark and he sure <laughs> as shoot did with a uh, a big home run from him um really love to see that in the first inning off of frankie montas who really did not quite have his good stuff um but solid game for the rangers maybe they can keep it going tonight they have taylor hearn on the hill versus cole Irvin, um both lefties and i think taylor hearn might be opening he'll probably have a couple innings because he's a guy who can throw multiple innings. I think it's going to be Jordan Lyles who will be the primary pitcher in this game. Um, we'll see how that goes. I think having an opener for him is exactly what you want. I mean, he's a guy who's routinely throwing five, six innings, which is good for the Rangers, but they're not usually very good innings. And if you can get him away from the top of the order um, to start this game, especially with the top of the order that's so dangerous with Ramon Laureano, um, Tony Kemp, and Matt Olson. Um, you would love to see that um, if you can. But without further ado, here is my chat, part two, talking about trade deadline, what I think the Rangers are going to do, and you know a little bit of Joey Gallo talk as well, coming up right after this. So who else do you think that the Rangers could potentially end up moving? Because uh, obviously you're not very excited about the product right now, but... <laughs> What, what could the Rangers be going after in a trade? Like what kind of prospects are they looking for? Are they looking for more starting pitching or uh, outfielders, relievers? I mean, you don't really need relievers. You can get those yeah, anywhere. Everybody. I mean, like you can't really be picky with like what kind of prospect you, you want good prospects. Like that's, that's it. The Rangers have like, this is like the first time they've been in like rebuilding mode since like 2000, like eight, basically they've been, uh, in 2009, they didn't make the playoffs, but they were pretty darn close and they were getting there. And then they made the playoffs 
or some version of the playoffs basically every year from like 2010 to like 2017. Um, and this is the first year of like, okay, like we don't really have a shot at competing at all. So let's just actually burn it down. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's just which guys have value. I mean, that's, that's the real question and which guys aren't going to be a part of your next window where you're very good. Kyle Gibson, I think is very likely he's 33. I love him. Uh, Gibby as they call him. Um, he's a very intelligent guy, very well-spoken. Um, he was actually a broadcast major at Mizzou, um, which is a very good uh, media school, but <laughs> I wish him nothing but success. And he's, pro- he's probably gonna get traded somewhere. I don't know where, but they're, they're going to have to make a deal on him because like, this is a bad team. And like, you can't have a 33 year old who is doing very, very well on your roster. Um, I think the Rangers were hoping to get something for Mike Fulton. Nevis, just like sign him, say like, make him see like, Oh, Hey, this guy can, can pitch again. But he, he, I don't think he can very well. Um, he's been really beat up his last couple of starts. Jordan Lyles has literally just been an innings eater. Um, he has been bad. He has been bashed, um, but he is eating innings and, you know, saving the Rangers from having to call up somebody too soon and uh, burn them out. So he is valuable in that, um, but not much else. Other than them, I think uh, Ian Kennedy is a guy who somebody can use for sure. Having a great year um, in the back end of the bullpen. Um, other than that, it's, there's not there's not really a whole lot, honestly. What about your um, larger adult Spencer son? Patton. I mean, I can't I can't even go there emotionally. I mean, like <laughs> obviously they're going to explore trades for him. He's got this year and another year, but I think at this point it'd be really sell low. Um, they were hoping that he would have a really good season. He had a kind of just slow start to the season, but he's still a, like a goal glove, like game changer in right field and one of the strongest human beings that's ever lived, um, much less swung a baseball bat. But, you know, they're not going to get a whole lot of as much value as, as they'd like to. Um, so they might just keep him until the offseason and, you know, try and work out in a section because he is still, I think he's 27. Um, yeah, he's my age. And I just forget what age I am. Um, (laughs) but, um, he could definitely be here, um, during the next Rangers window of contention. So he's a guy who would make sense to maybe hold on to my thing with Gallo. And if they're going to keep him and whatnot is, would he add enough value in that last, you know, two months of the season to make up for the value of not having him on a team this season? I think that his value might actually be higher at this trade deadline than it would be over the winter, especially with all the CBA nonsense that's going to be going on, you might get more for him right now than you would in the offseason if he is going to get traded. So I think that he might get moved. I'm hoping that he gets moved to the A's. So you could at least kind of no. still watch him and root for him and no. just see him in different no, colors. I can't, I can't watch I can't watch him go do that to my team. I can't I can't watch I can't have that. If he goes anywhere, he's got to go to my secondary team that's becoming a little bit my team while the Rangers are rebuilding, which is the Padres. If he goes to the Padres, it, I mean, it'll still destroy me emotionally, spiritually, physically, everything. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be a wreck and take paid time off to just, you know, cry for <laughs> weeks on end. But, um, but no, I, I can't, I can't see him. Like I, as much as I enjoy the A's and want him to go be on a good baseball team. And the A's are that I just seeing him do that to my team consistently would would hurt too much be like nine games 
and then maybe maybe he brings a, a championship to Oakland. He could be a World Series winner, Bryce. Wouldn't that be fun? Him and Elvis Andrews, both World Series winners. No, just I can't. If Elvis wins a ring, like literally the year after, like it's just it hurts my soul so much. Today's episode is brought to you by Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio, literally every single one. There's no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every single day. They automatically handle everything, all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion worth of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash MLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash MLB and get started today. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area in April 1st, 2024. That's the thing, though, is that the AL is just so wide open right now. I mean, the Astros are good. They're playing out of their minds right now. But uh, can they do that, you know, for the rest of the season? I'm not sure. They just tied the A's in the AL West, so it'll be interesting. Um, They they struggle against bad teams. And obviously, you look at the schedule that they got coming up, and it's a bunch of really terrible teams for the next two weeks. But uh, they struggle more against them than like the actual White Sox who they swept in four games. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. Cause I'm looking, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, the, the A's got the Rangers and, you know, then like the giants and then the Rangers. So the A's have more competition. I think uh, winning percentage wise coming up on their schedule, but the Astros just play down to teams and will lose like two out of three against the Tigers or the Royals. And it's wild, but uh, I, I'm very excited. But not against the Rangers. Yeah, not no. I mean, that would have been really nice if you guys could have taken like a game this week. But you know, it's fine, Bryce. It's fine. <laughs> well, they they tried, they tried, but you know, <laughs> when you got a, a bullpen full of young relievers, like they're not going to stay very good for a long time. There's going to be some some learning curve, and boy, howdy, were there some learning experiences in the last couple of weeks. Boy, howdy, indeed, Bryce. Um, do you have any questions about the A's for me? Because uh, I have run through all of my stuff. You, you talked about Adolis Garcia. Uh, IKF at short. How's, how's he been at short at shortstop? He's been very good. Don't look at the stupid errors. Errors are stupid and inherently bad. Um, the reason he has so many errors is because a lot of them are throwing errors um, on things that um, – on throws that should have absolutely been picked by like an average first baseman defensively. But Nate Lowe is, is not that. Um, he's also not that great offensively. He started off really great, but you know, he's kind of fell off. Same with Nick Sowak. They both had really good um, Aprils and horrendous Mays. Um, but IKF has just been really solid, a really solid leadoff hitter. Does all the things that aren't like sexy, but he does them all very well. He's a very good baseball player that just is by the nature of the things that he's good at is going to be underappreciated. Um, 
but yeah, I, I do have some questions on the ace. First off, um, what's it like to watch a team win a baseball game? I, I don't remember what it's like. It is, is it an fun? experience. Yeah. Sometimes uh, we, we do these things at Lockdown where we have to record videos and usually I get to smile on those and that's a lot of fun. Um, now oh, winning is a weep. good, good time. Um, yeah, it, you know, they, they do the same thing that they usually do. They outscore their opponents um, either by scoring more or, you know, by uh, hitting a bunch of home runs or sometimes even not. It's actually been a, an interesting development for the A's where they'll, they're very good at situational hitting now. Um, not mm-hmm. necessarily in New York, but I think with runners in scoring position, they're <laughs> like third in the American League or something like that. Uh, it With getting hits with runners in scoring position, so that's fantastic. Um, they can also hit the crap out of the ball. Um, Tony Kemp's been fantastic. That's somebody that you weren't expecting uh, what he's been doing out of. So good job, Tony Kemp. Um, yeah, just it, it's been a bunch of team effort stuff. And Shamanaya, he got the loss in the, in the New York game, but he went five and a third, uh, struck out 11, and he walked two. Wow. He gave up like, what, two hits? Yeah, he was fantastic in this game. Uh, just, you know, crappy luck. Didn't get enough run support. And uh, but he has like a 301 ERA right now. Chris Bassett's been fantastic. His stats might not be there, but when you watch him on a daily basis, he'll have that little that little spurt where it's like four or five batters. You're like, oh, this could be it. This could be the changing or the turning point. And he gives up like two runs and then nothing else the rest of the game. So and if he doesn't do that, like in the first two innings, then he's just going to cruise the, like through to a complete game. So he's been lots and lots of fun. Uh, Frankie Montas outside of two starts. He's actually ha- he got blown up against the Dodgers and Red Sox. I think that's right. Um, no Dodgers and twins. My bad. And other than those, he has a three ERA on the season. So he's actually also been very good. James Caprillion has a sub three ERA. He's been real. If he can control the ball, he's going to be a very, very good pitcher. And then uh, uh, I was going to say Phil Irvin, which not even sure who that is. Cole Irvin. That's a person. He's on the A's. Uh, he's also been very good. He's more of a hit his spots kind of a guy. So if he's hitting his spots, mm-hmm. he's going to be doing just fine. Otherwise, uh, he might get him in a little bit more on the, on the plate as opposed to just off the plate or just on the black. And uh, that's when he gets into trouble. But he's he had a little bit of a rough spot, but he's he's making his way back to being a good pitcher. So that's how the A's are winning, and uh, it's been nice. That seems solid. Um, just looking casually at the baseball reference page. It seems like Matt Chapman is having a down year offensively, but Ramon Laureano, I've, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, offensive, you know, upswing for him, who is a guy who like, you know, he was a, always been a, like a pretty solid offensive player and amazing, just so much fun to watch play the outfield because of that absolute bazooka of an arm. Um, but what, what has helped with Ramon Laureano, well, Ramon Laureano breaking out this year? what's been kind of the, the cause of that? Or is it just kind of, he's, he's been building the balls a lot better. Um, he's been really, really good. <laughs> I think he's been healthy. Mostly. Uh, he just got off the IL. So he's kind of getting his feet back under him uh, in the first game back. He actually uh, robbed a Homer and then hit a Homer. And uh, it was, it was looking like that might be the, all the offense. And then the A's came back and uh, won that game against the angels. Cause the angels, LOL. Um, but yeah, I don't know what he's doing mechanically with his swing because that's I, I'm not good at that with hitters, but he's been one of the best hitters in baseball, especially in the outfield. Um, it's been you know, like Byron Buxton, Mark Canna, um, Aaron Judge. 
him and then like Tony Kemp, if you want to put him in the outfield, those are like, and Cedric Mullins as well of the Baltimore Orioles. Those are some of the best hitters or, you know, players in the outfield in the American league. And uh, I don't think that the A's entire outfield, including their like fourth or fifth outfielder is going to make it to Colorado, but they got two legitimate cases if they want it. Uh, Mark can has been fantastic as well. And people don't know who he is, but he's Michael Brantley gets all this pub for being, you know, Oh, Michael Brantley is amazing. Mark can has arguably been better and they're, same skill sets kind of thing. So it's just uh, Michael Brantley hits for a higher batting average, as you like to talk about. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Batting average. The, what is this, 1950? I, I, I think it's like 2010. <laughs> I don't know what time it is. What is, what is time? Time is it's a social construct. Um, also, just well, now just that you have your own apartment, you, you never go to bed. So <laughs> time exactly, is a construct. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I didn't go to bed beforehand. But, um, I want to give a quick shout out to um, Sky Bolt. I know literally nothing about him other than his name is Sky Bolt, and that is an all-time great baseball name. Um, this, the stats have not matched it up. He, he's hitting 077 in nine games this season. I'm assuming not on the active roster at the moment. No, he is. Uh, he just got called up because Stephen oh, Scotty went on the IL. So uh, he is there. I, he might have two hits. One of them was his first home run in the bigs. So that was something. He has uh, one. He has, yeah. So it was his, his home run that he hit. And then that's one it. for 13. Um, so you got that, but um, with the A's playing the Rangers and how I think the series might go, he might get some more playing time, maybe later in, in games, <laughs> just cause they can afford to give sky bolt some more at bats. And yeah, it's weird because they had some sky other guys. They had a, go for it. They had Luis Barrera, who's one of their better prospects up, uh, you know, a little bit earlier when Ramon Laureano went down and it's weird that he didn't get, I mean, he's been a little bit more cold since he got back to Las Vegas, but he's a better prospect. And I think that I expect a little bit more out of him overall. So, and Sky Bolt had been DFA and then he ended up on the Giants and the A's traded for him from the Giants. So uh, they already kicked him off the 40 man roster once. It's weird that he's, you know, getting this uh this playing time now when they got other guys that they could easily call up um so i'm intrigued as to how they use him against the rangers and uh I, before you know I, I was writing everything down i'm like oh this will be the first time the a's get to play there i'm like no they definitely played there last year so yeah <laughs> I, I remember the sean murphy home run that he hit off the batter's eye in dead so oh my god yeah. that, that was crushed i think was... it went like five thousand feet yeah, that was absolutely disgusting. I got to watch uh, Murphy take some batting practice in Double uh, A a couple of years back, and whew, that boy's got some pop. He does. If he can do like a little bit more, I mean, obviously he had the the game ending triple play um, that he hit into in New York, but I mean, <laughs> he hit, he hit the crap out of the ball. Part of the problem, um, and the other part of the problem was they the Yankees knew where to position their guys, but. Um, yeah, he, he can hit the crap out of the ball. And I think that he just goes up there swinging and usually he has a pretty decent plan of attack. Uh, he'll strike out, but he'll also get some loud doubles, some loud home runs. Um, so yeah, he's an interesting guy and he's also very good defensively. So I, I like having him there. He plays most of the games. You'll probably see him three times. Um, mm -hmm. not sure when, but you know, maybe, uh, the first three and then, not against Colby Allard 
is my guess, but we'll see. Oh, he's scared. He's scared. He's ducking Colby Allard. <laughs> well, I assumed that it's a day game. So I was thinking night game, night game, night game, and then day yeah. game. Yeah. What was my thought process? But I'm not positive. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't say he's not ducking Colby Allard if that happens. No, I mean Shohei Otani ducking the A's. Um, yeah, just never wants to pitch against him. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your phone. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the into the game as teams prep for their runs of the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure all the pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning? You know, is do you have an LX or an EX or whatever? If you're like me, you probably don't know. And the person asking you behind the counter, you know, you don't have to deal with that anymore. So go save your time using rockauto.com. You know, why would you spend so much more at a chain store or a dealership? You know, rockauto.com, they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. They've got literally everything you need. So go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. It's really fun. You know, I feel like, on on a quick note on, on Shohei Otani, um, every Shohei Otani home run or highlight, just any Shohei highlight, should have the score wiped off of it because <laughs> it's always some him doing something amazing, like, oh, look, he hits this three-run bomb 500 feet in the air oh my god he just struck out this guy with 100 miles an hour at his eyes and the angels are losing by 10 <laughs> but he'd given up 15 <laughs> like every time runs before that so yeah no uh that's something that came up this week when the angels and a's played was uh in that game they had major league baseball tweeted out five uh, ben ross uh local reporter uh, tweeted this out major league baseball had tweeted out five things about the angels like two jose iglesias like fine defensive plays and then like otani's home run and some other stuff and uh they, they tweeted out nothing about the a's even though the a's were winning that game had a six run sixth inning and uh were on the verge of sweeping the series but yeah the angels were getting all the pub and it was just wild and so it bleeds back into what you were just saying the and conspiracy. also what you said a little bit earlier about just mm-hmm. them not giving Major the league a's any trying pub. to move them they hate them. I don't like it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Billy Bean, like, I don't know, stabbed somebody. In <laughs> maybe he, he fought um, the commissioner and, and won and just beat the crap out of him. And well, then, you know, once the, the A's make forever. a trade, it, it, they'll trade somebody away or, you know, not sign anybody. And then they'll be like, oh my God, the A's never spend money. I'm like, well, I mean, look at how good they've been doing without spending money. Why should they change their approach? You, you got to do well, something. I mean, I mean, I mean, just from like a business I mean, they, perspective, they probably should just spend a, a little bit of money. Just, yeah, no, just I, a little I, bit. It, it'd be nice. <laughs> I, I, I think 
that they should spend like 120 as opposed to 100 and i think they'd be really good like almost unbeatably good if they just spent like whoa, 20 million whoa. more calm down calm down <laughs> 20 million dollars wow in today's a billionaire <laughs> in this economy <laughs> yeah no i think it'd be a lot of fun um yeah and you got anything else for me man no i i think i think i've asked all my questions you know you reminded me what it's like to uh, watch a team win a baseball game and you know that sounds nice and maybe the rangers will do that once maybe they won't um but either way uh i'm gonna be a little heartbroken watching elvis in, in a different uniform but you know i'm happy he gets to go be on a winning baseball team um and i get to enjoy ikf playing shortstop because that would not have happened if Elvis was still there, but that's true. He's closer to Adrian Beltre, so I I can live with that without crying. Well, and I, I don't know if you pay attention to the national narrative or anything, but you know, all of the pieces that are getting written are, are the A's need to go after you know Trevor Story because look at Elvis; they're not getting no production out of shortstop. The OPS is just ridiculous. I'm like, well, Elvis Andrews does not hit home runs. Would Trevor Story <laughs> at you know his peak be an upgrade right now? Yeah. Is he at his peak right now? No, he's below league average currently. And Elvis Andrews is actually outplaying him according to WRC plus over the last like month. I, I know that Trevor story has been Suck hurt, it, Trevor story. Suck I, it. I'm just saying it's not the <laughs> clear cut upgrade that people think that it is. I am okay. I think with just rolling the die on having Elvis Andrews there. And if he, you know, falls off a big giant cliff and plays like it's April again, then you got Nick Allen potentially as just, a defensive wizard over there. And so they have options at shortstop. They don't need to, you know, tr trade all of their pieces to go get Trevor story for two months. They got some other things that they can go get like a Joey Gallo and Richard Rodriguez. So those are the two guys no, they, that I'm, they can't, I'm hoping they can't right get now. a Joey Gallo. You can't, you can't have him. No one can have him, but me and even <laughs> me can't have him. <laughs> when they trade for Joey Gallo, I'm going to get a Gallo Jersey and I'm going to wear it every time I see you. Uh, then we will never see each other again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This We're great friends. I podcast. like you very much, but this is a hostile work environment, you know, with the file complaint with HR or something. Everybody calls <laughs> HR on me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> do we even have an HR? I mean, I'm sure we do, but. I'm sure we do, but yeah. No, uh, I was given uh, a. <laughs> millard some a hard time from locked on diamondbacks about like mike trout or something like that because he's he's all about mookie bets and he doesn't like hearing anything about mike trout and i just said mike trout and he's like i'm calling hr <laughs> <laughs> you know like you do all right well that is all that i got for you uh that's all you got for me i'm looking forward to seeing joey gallo in green and gold in just a month and a half that'll be a lot of fun uh bryce where can the people find you uh, you can find me verified on Twitter, not Jason, um, <laughs> at Bryce Patrick, um, find, at Locked On Rangers, just at Locked On Rangers. You know, we got that handle before the New York Rangers had their podcast, so I get a lot of fun hockey tweets. Um, I always <laughs> like to play along for a little bit until they realize. Where can the folks find you? I am at uh, Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram uh, for the show. I am at personally by Jason B on Twitter and on the green room app that's the one they just switched it on me and I'm, I'm getting used to it and then uh yeah if you have any questions or you know you want to propose a joey gallo trade to me and uh let, get my opinion on it locked on athletics at gmail.com and uh get those joey gallo rumors going let, I, I want those let's get them no
no, don't for for my mental health. Please don't do that. <laughs> All right, I, I I will not at you if it does happen. I will probably just reach out and be like, I'm I'm sorry, and uh, you know all, all of that stuff. I, I will I will give you if my it does happen, just send me pictures of of cute dogs and um, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's it. Just send me like a hundred of those, and maybe it'll like make it feel like one percent better. <laughs> that sounds good. I mean, as an Ace fan, I'm like, yeah, people get traded. I'm used to this. I'm fine. It, it's a, it's, you know, just life for me. I, I forget that people are not used to seeing their favorite players traded all the time. No, I am. And, you know, I have extra significance with Joey because I have been caping for Joey literally like since he was drafted. He's like my, he graduated high school the same year I, I did. He's like my age. And like, I have been saying he is like an all-star potential MVP level player since he was a teenager and like just to feel the validation of all these people who like just hate him because he struck out so much and they didn't understand what actually made a valuable baseball player and like just caping for him furiously for these many many years and then getting the just extreme validation of seeing him just kick so much butt like that that's why it's going to hurt that much more when eventually he leaves I'm sorry Bryce if 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 he leaves yeah, I'm sorry, Bryce. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we, we will talk again soon. Uh, I don't want to wish you any luck in this series. And I don't think you even want the luck because we, we both want the A's to win the AL West as opposed to the Houston Astros. So um, we do just give me that higher draft pick. Tank, tank it, tankathon is on, my man. Enjoy the sweep. <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait to hear your crossovers with the Diamondbacks and Pirates. Those must be absolute fire. <laughs> They're going to be great. We're going to have a lock, a locked on sad boys um, sometime around the MLB draft just to commiserate and, you know, cry a little bit, probably. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. You too, man. That's it for this edition of Locked On Rangers. I hope you enjoyed my talk with Jason Burke. Always a blast. Remember to go follow him on Twitter at ByJasonB. Um, he is a very good Twitter follow. Even if he isn't verified, I love giving him crap for that for now, but he'll probably be verified pretty soon. Just like everybody else in the Locked On Podcast Network, it's coming. We are Blue Check Nation soon enough. But thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball. <laughs>